In the past, I would run. Like, I would put on my Nikes and you would just see smoke. You wouldn't even see me. Hey, this is Chantel. And this is Naima. And welcome back to another episode of Season of Singleness with Chantel and Naima. So, Chantel, are you ready to let everyone know what your definition of the season of singleness is and what it's really doing to your life right now? Um, Grammatically, we get caught up in the word single, not thinking about it in our whole life. Like this existence, we are always single, if you really think about it, going to reach um, goals, challenges, failure, conquering things. You're doing it alone because it's your glorious journey. Even while being attached to someone or embrace of a relationship with others, you are theoretically working to improve yourself to make things better, easier, and efficient. So right now, it means in the the season of singleness, I'm cultivating, evolving, and embracing an uplifted version of myself to be the best version of myself. Okay. Um, The old comedic saying is, um, know thyself. Mm-hmm. Um, helps us to understand the areas that need to be cultivated, examined, embraced, and improved. Often we forget about the development, which pushes us to not be as happy as we can be. For example, I am challenging my negative or counterproductive thinking, which always goes back to being pessimistic mm-hmm. or um, seeing the worst possible outcome. Lately, I've been counteracting that thinking with mantras such as, I am blessed this situation and desires the best possible outcome for all that's involved. This type of change in wording helps strengthen hope, give strength, hope, and faith and security, knowing I will be okay. Plus, learning to challenge how I view failures. I view failures now as opportunities in my season of singleness. What about you, Naima? Like, what is a single a season of singleness for you right now? Well, so the season of singleness is a time to really do the work on yourself, the time to heal, thrive, grow. And I feel like for so long, the idea of being single was looked at as something to get out of. You know, you have the friends and the parents who are praying for you to find love. And then it's like you have those people that are saying, you know, don't worry, you will get someone too. And it's kind of just been like you're walking around with this problem that everyone just wants to fix for you. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I used to really buy into that by any means necessary. Mm. So now, four years into the single woman journey, I'm fully embracing this season of singleness as a time to focus on, first and foremost, my relationship with God. I'm not just having this superficial surface relationship with him, you know, how it is when you're just like begging and asking him to like, you know, be a genie and make all your wishes come true. Like, Mm -hmm. but it's like, this is a time that I really want to cultivate a deep self-sacrificing relationship with him. And I've never really had that before. It's really, um, it's a time to overload on personal development. Um, heal, get healthy mentally and physically. And I really think it's a time to really establish your true identity. I mean, how often do we really sit and think about who we are separate from other people, um, separate from like material things? Like, you know, who are we? It's a time to, um, to realize your wholeness. 
you know, season of singleness, it's not a declaration to stay single, but it's a push, I feel like, to thrive in your singleness. Mm-hmm. So that when you step out into this world and you engage in relationships with other people, you are bringing your whole self as opposed to, per se, looking for validation and completeness from others. And then also, I don't think that this work is only for people who are single. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that not being in a relationship is a perfect stopping ground to really focus on yourself. But I think that these conversations that we have here... Um, the personal development and the healing that we are working towards is universal. Yeah. So tell me, give me some insight, girl, on like, you know, when you made the commitment to say, okay, I'm going to fully embrace the season of singleness and work on myself. How have you seen changes happen in your life? Um. <clears throat> Commitment is difficult concept a lot of times um, mm-hmm. outside of, you know, work, exercise and external things because it's an internal job. Yeah. Um, if you do not know what is needed to ensure commitment, um, you're going to fail. Um, you're going to get confused. Um, in commitment to be a better me, I had to have hope, faith, a schedule, <laughs> mm-hmm. an accountability partner, <laughs> goals, um, steps to reach those goals and plans if the steps to the goal got augmented. And then finally, um, the ability to just sit down and rest and reflect. Yeah, self-care. Yes. Um, commitment means to be able to be dedicated and faithful to a concept or idea or a goal that you're trying to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, my world changed when I decided that I wanted to commit. Um, it changed because I knew at times I would be afraid. Um, I would have to press on and it it has been rewarding because I've gotten a lot of what I needed and wanted. And the universe and God, you know, whichever deity that you pray to or you believe in, when you make that commitment and you're sincere about your journey, you get assistance always. Yeah, it just opens up for you. It's like things will come into your path and you'll be like, yep, I need I needed that. Yep, I needed that wow, I just got that and it helped me deal with this. Um, For example, with commitment, um, I finally reached the three classes. I'm three classes left um, to get my MBA and my project management certification. Yes. (laughs) Um, Because it will not allow me not only to have the purpose and the businesses that I'm cultivating, but I also want to help other people with their dreams and their their businesses. Um, This season, I'm learning to be more patient, um, in my commitment and dedication to God. And at any point or any sign of difficulty in the past, I would run. Like I would put on my Nikes and you would just see smoke. You wouldn't even see me. Girl, me too. <laughs> but now um, I love Auntie I, um, Ayana, and she says something in her book, Trust. You can get through everything. Just take a moment and just breathe. Mm-hmm. When it comes to you, just breathe and just take another breath and you're going to calm down and get to it. Um, God and give me spirit of discernment. Um, a lot of people don't realize discernment means being able to make that executive decision mm-hmm. for what's good for you and having the courage to act on the discernment that I got from God. Yeah. So the reward has been equal to, if not better than the work. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. I feel like for me, uh, I have definitely noticed a shift mm-hmm. in like the way I think. And of course, if the way you think changes, your actions change. Definitely. And so stepping full on into the season of singleness and really embracing the work has helped me to live more intentionally. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I don't think that people realize that when we don't have an intention for our day, an intention for our week, I mean, an intention for our life in general, we are basically just passively letting crap happen to us. And that was me. Like I was literally walking around and just letting life happen, being impulsive, reacting to my emotions and my feelings as they came, which of course, what is that? That's like living on a roller coaster. And I really just don't have the time for that anymore. Like I don't, I want better for myself. Mm-hmm. So making the commitment, like making this commitment, it has helped me to break away from a lot of the unhealthy behaviors. And it's really sh- um, sh- shined a light on my deep desire to be close to God and to desire his purpose for me. Mm-hmm. And so like anyone, I mean, anyone that knows me and you know, this, like, <laughs> Sometimes I can be all over the place with my ideas and my focus. And even though it may be well-intentioned and even though, I mean, sometimes I might have some really great ideas. um, It's a breeding ground for a disaster when you don't have a clear vision. Yes. And so, you know, like where there is no vision, the people perish, right? So the commitment that I have to this season of singleness for myself it has helped me to activate my vision for my life, which of course trickles down to everything because who do I need to be in order to be the envisioned version of Naima? Who do I need to be spiritually? Who do I need to be mentally, physically, and so on and so forth? So I've just been creating these new habits that I feel like will reinforce all of that. You know, waking up in the morning and spending that quality time with God reading constantly, reading consistently, Amen. reading deep and choosing to heal instead of harbor, um, moving my body every day without, you know, that unhealthy obsession of like, oh, I'm trying to lose weight, but instead of just focusing on endurance and strength, mm-hmm. which is something that, you know, we need in all aspects of our life. Um, I've also noticed the shift in my relationships with people. You know, I've started to create healthy boundaries and I begin to shift away from those fear-based relationships and I'm moving more towards healthy and love-based relationships. You know, um, I wake up every day committed to just be a better version of myself. I, I have some days, absolutely, when I feel down, but I'm just committed to being whole and healthy and loving myself so that I can show up in the world as a reflection of God's grace. So that's really, I mean, that's really what it's done for me. (laughs) That's what's up. So that's what's up. Tell me, um, because, you know, we've started this podcast and, you know, we've just been sharing pieces of ourselves and our journey, but what, what is it that you want the listeners to know about our podcast and what do you want to leave them with? Um, that's a loaded question. question. (laughs) I want you guys to know that the things we discuss to help make your lives and our lives better, um, by being present, authentic, to create a space where even though it's difficult and challenging, 
to start the conversation, the conversation Mm -hmm. can take place. Yes. I want to help redefine our roles as women while helping women to be better women because society has constructed this place where only women can dwell and women can only do this job and women only excel in these areas when that is not a true vision of who we really are because a lot of women can do the same, if not better, than men can in certain areas. Yeah. And it should be a collaborative effort. It should never be um, you're in control, I'm in control. And, you know, if people like that, that's what it is. But to me, it's complimentary. You know, I'm not better than any man and no man is better than me. We just compliment each other. Yeah. Um, allowing us to follow our God-given talents and to address the issues that stand in front of us. Um, I want women to be okay in their journey saying, yes, you know, I was the victim, but now I am the victor giving other space to shine so that we can all shine. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite poems is by Marie Allen Wilson in her um, writings uh, on Return to Love. Do you mind if mm-hmm. I read it real quick? I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Clear that throat. (laughs) (laughs) Our greatest fear, it is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are we not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people f- won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we liberate it from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow. I love that poem. Yeah. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. We liberate ourselves. We liberate other people. Yeah. And so really, I mean, yeah, the season of singleness is about liberation, liberating ourselves mm-hmm. so we can liberate other people. Living my best life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, hmm. I definitely want you guys out there to really take away from this podcast that you are enough and you are worthy of being able to fully realize the best version of yourself. Whether you are newly single, four years in this game like me, or if you're in a relationship or even married, um, it's important to take the time to focus on yourself. Personal development is not a fad. It doesn't just stop once you get in a relationship. You know, once you boot up, you still need to work on yourself. So I also want you guys to know that, you know, we are committed to being transparent and vulnerable in our conversations over here because we want to encourage you. Just like you said, Chantel, we want to encourage you to be able to do the same in your own lives. Mm -hmm. You know, transparency and vulnerability are freeing and definitely they are some of the key ingredients in the process of healing and overcoming and just becoming a better woman. You know, I, I really want you to experience the gift of your God given life, you know, love without fear 
Create your dreams out of your ideas. Fully commit to the process of just being who you were created to be. Have the hard conversations. Have the healing conversations. Forgive. Breathe. Live. Yes. Yes. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on Instagram at SOS Radio Show or email us at chat at SOS Radio Show.com. See, See you, you next week. week.